are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski. I cover the Packers for the Leap. A newsletter I would still love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. As bad a loss as the Green Bay Packers have had in modern franchise history. That is what we are looking at. That is not hyperbole. That is not armchair quarterbacking 15 minutes after the game ends. This was the number one seed. This was the best team in football. They were the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. I looked up an adjusted money line bet. And according to the Vegas odds makers, it was more likely, based on the implied odds, that the Packers were going to win by double digits than the 49ers would win. Jair Alexander comes back. Zadarius Smith comes back. Now, David Bakhtiari didn't play, and certainly that impacted this game in some way. The 49ers were able to pressure Rodgers. This was a catastrophic failure. Worse than in 2014, because Rodgers was not healthy in 2014. You played in Seattle in 2014. And the Seahawks were the number one seed, a team that had already beaten the crap out of the Packers in the regular season that year. The Packers were the best team. They played all season to have this game at home, to be in this position, to get these players back. And they played scared. After the opening drive, when they marched down the field, brilliantly mixing run and pass, Matt LaFleur was absolutely magnificent on the opening drive. On the second drive, they're coming down the field. It looks like they're about to make it 14-0. Mercedes Lewis fumbles. Now the Vikings, or the Vikings, seems like it. The 49ers aren't able to do anything with it. But it didn't matter. It knocked them out of rhythm. And from there, they played scared. Aaron Rodgers played scared. Matt LaFleur coached scared. And dear God, the special teams. I mean... In a game that you lose by three, you give up three points on a blocked field goal after Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones combined for an unbelievable play. End of the half, San Francisco thinks they're going to get the ball back. They call timeout. Rodgers manufactures something out of nothing. 75-yard catch and run by Aaron Jones to set up a field goal that would have made it a a 10-3 game. And, or was it 10-0? And it gets blocked. 49ers come out. It was. 49ers come out. They get the field goal. The Packers, leading 10-3, get a punt blocked. A punt blocked. Turns into a touchdown. It is 10-10. The Packers, they get the ball back. They could do nothing. Every criticism of Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur that you want to level at them right now 
is fair. Because the expectations were too high for it to go out like this. To go out against the sixth seed. This is embarrassing. This is franchise altering. Because if it's not this team, with Jair Alexander coming back and Zadarius Smith coming back, and maybe if you win this game, David Bakhtiari coming back next week. If it's not this team, what team is it going to be? This was the team in the last dance and the team that now could look fundamentally different next year. And the questions are going to start immediately about the future of Aaron Rodgers, about the future of this franchise, about the future of Devontae Adams. We're pretty sure we know what the future of Maurice Drayton is. He got. And that decision goes back to last year when Matt LaFleur, who has been excellent, excellent at putting together a staff, Nathaniel Hackett is now a head coaching candidate and, and a deserved one. Joe Barry came in and improved this defense. This defense played well enough to win this football game. I mean, the 49ers had, had negative yards in the first quarter. This was a, a dominating defensive performance by the Green Bay Packers. They allowed six points in this game. You allow six points at home in a playoff game with Aaron Rodgers, you should win by 20. You should win by 30. This is an institutional failure. Matt LaFleur coached scared in this football game. And Aaron Rodgers played scared. He did not play well in this game at all. Open receivers, missing them. Now, now the only receiver that they targeted in the game through three quarters was Devontae Adams. Now, Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league. He had nine catches for 90 yards. You can't live that way. You have to have something schemed up. There, there has to be something else. Where were the RPOs that they lived on all season? This was one of the heaviest RPO teams all year. You go to that two-by-one, two-by-two or three-by-one stack, and you either give the inside zone or you throw the bubble. Did they throw that once? Did they throw it once? They wanted everything down the field. They wanted to attack this team vertically, which I get. I said it on the show. They're going to be able to attack this team down the field. But once it's not working and, and once your pass protection is having issues, you have to be able to adjust. And Green Bay just didn't. They just didn't. And I don't know how much of that is Matt LaFleur. I don't know how much of that is Aaron Rodgers. But for the Aaron Rodgers season, he's going to win the MVP. And as a one seed now twice in the divisional round, he will have gone one and done. So Peyton Manning stuff. Peyton Manning, though, has two Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers cannot, cannot go into this offseason going, this team didn't do enough for me. Because Aaron Rodgers did not do enough in this game. You're the MVP. 
You're the highest paid player on this team. You're one of the highest paid players in the league. You wanted a, you wanted a new deal because you, you won the MVP to reflect that money. You cannot lose at home to Jimmy Garoppolo. Cannot. Cannot happen. And so every criticism that you want to level at Aaron Rodgers about being a choke artist in the playoffs, about being a fraud in the postseason, being a choke artist and a loser for not winning more. I don't believe quarterback or wins are a quarterback stat. But all of those criticisms right now, how do you counter them? Because before the answer was the defense. But this the Packers have never had a more talented team in the Aaron Rodgers era. That 2010 team was not this good, not this talented. It doesn't all fall on the shoulders of Aaron Rodgers, of course. But enough of it does that all of those criticisms, all the talking heads tomorrow and on Monday, when they criticize Aaron Rodgers for his performance in this football game, they will be right. They will be right. 20 of 29 for 225. Didn't throw a pick, didn't throw a touchdown. The Packers outgained the 49ers. Out first downed the 49ers. Outpassed the 49ers. Outpossessed the 49ers. They outplayed. If you just take offense, defense, outplayed the 49ers, special teamed. Doom them. And that's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. It's not Aaron Rodgers' fault that the field goal got blocked. He made the play to Aaron Jones to set up the field goal. It's not Aaron Rodgers' fault that you have a, a punt get blocked for a touchdown, a field goal get blocked. That's not his fault. But it is on him. No, no quick passes, no rhythm passing game, no RPOs. You, you're in those huddles with Matt LaFleur. You have sway in all of this. It wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. And there's there's just no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it. Plenty more to come from our live recap show after the game. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is about making you healthier by giving you something that tastes good to fuel your body. It's a new year. That means New Year's resolutions. That means trying to eat a little bit healthier. That means trying to get fit. I'm trying to do both of those things. And guess what? I had a Built Bar today. Late afternoon, you need a little something to eat and they taste so good. That is the key. You, you get a little boost just from eating something covered in 100% chocolate that tastes delicious. I love all of the coconut flavors, but they've got flavors across the gamut. They're all low in calorie, low in sugars, low in net carbs, high in protein, high in fiber. And yet it feels like you're eating something that is a cheat meal, but it's not. That is the beauty and the genius of Built Bar. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good 
for you. That's what Built Bar brings you. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and flavors that change constantly. They've got all kinds of new stuff. They are constantly rolling out. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. If you're the Packers defense, if you're Joe Barry, if you're Eric Stokes, if you're Devondre Campbell, if you're Kenny, Rashawn Gary played the game of his life. Two and a half sacks, the fourth down stop. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They went three and out on six straight possessions. The only two other times they did that this season, a loss to the Saints, a loss to the Chiefs. By the way, Jordan Love was a quarterback in one of those games. What do you even say at this point? What do you say? If if the Packers had an owner, and I have never been someone who has believed in the, you know, oh, the Packers need an owner stuff. But if you're Matt LaFleur and you're Brian Gutekinds and you're Aaron Rodgers and you have to sit down with your owner, After this game, what do you tell them? What do you tell them? We need more resources. No, you don't. You're the best roster in the league. We need more players. No, you don't. You're the number one seed. You had the first round by. You didn't have to play last week. The GM went and got you a first team all pro linebacker for nothing this summer. And got you a starting caliber corner, a borderline all-pro caliber player in Russell Douglas in the middle of the season. What, What more is there out there for Green Bay? And if you're Matt LaFleur, what do you do? What do you do? Because I've had a lot of faith in Matt LaFleur for a year and a half. Last year was when I really bought in and believed the culture stuff. He he set that right away. And, and his leadership has been impactful in that way. They haven't had to deal with this. This is different. How do you look the men in that locker room in the eye and say, I'm the right guy to lead you after this? And I'm not saying he can't come back from it. I'm just saying this makes it really difficult. You are going to have to earn back trust. Now, the players seem to like Matt LaFleur. The players seem to like each other. But you only get so many chances at this. Ask Dan Marino. And you know what? Ask Aaron Rodgers. But again, this is on Aaron Rodgers too. Because the defense was fantastic. The defense was outstanding in this game. Jimmy Garoppolo, 11 of 19 for 131 and an interception. And he made the plays to win the game at the end. He did that. Now, you give up a third and seven run. That's sort of the icing on the cake. They got punked at the end of this game. Punked. It is pathetic, but they held defensively under four yards a carry. 
3.7 yards a carry. Elijah Mitchell, 17 carries for 53 yards. That's 3.1 yards a carry. Debo, 10 for 39. 3.9 yards per carry. 131 passing yards. And you lost. You lost. Rashawn Gary, dominant. You have eight tackles for loss, four sacks. You hit Jimmy Garoppolo seven times. And you lost. And you lost. Your two best players, Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams combined, 18 catches. 18 catches for 219 yards. The problem was Aaron Rodgers only had 225 total passing yards. Alan Lazard, the only other player to make a catch in this game. And that's not just MVS. Where was Randall Cobb? Josiah DeGuara, drop in a big spot. Mercedes Lewis, fumble in a big spot. It wasn't an issue of weapons. It was an issue of execution. It was an issue of all of your guys coming together and not doing what you need to do. The defense deserves a lot of credit for what happened here. Preston Smith leads the league in tackles, or leads the game in tackles with nine, playing hard on the edge. Devondre Campbell played well in this game. Chris Barnes tackled, filled gaps, played the alleys. Kenny Clark, dominant inside. Rashawn Gary, dominant on the edge. Eric Stokes, just one time. One time, play the ball. One time, please, play the ball. Zadarius Smith gets a sack early. This defense, the defense played well enough. The defense played well enough in this game. The offense didn't. The offense didn't. Aaron Rodgers and the offense, Matt LaFleur and the offense didn't. So what answers are you going to get? And here, here's the other problem. The Packers could lose Nathaniel Hackett. They could lose Luke Getze. They could lose Adam Stenovich, all of whom were important parts of what this offense was and what this offense could be. So now where do you go? Now what do you do? They need another secondary pass catcher, but that wasn't, that wasn't everything. Aaron Jones was huge in this game, catching the ball out of the backfield. They had open guys. Aaron Rodgers played scared. Aaron Rodgers played scared in this game. He played not to lose. He was so worried about losing that he lost. Matt LaFleur coached this game. We've never seen, we've never seen Matt LaFleur coach a game like this. It was so out of character for him. At least in the Aaron Rodgers era. And who knows how much of that is Rodgers changing the plays at the line of scrimmage. Changing the plays that are called in. We don't we don't know any of that. I still believe in Matt LaFleur as a coach, as a culture setter, as a tone setter, and as and as the the captain of the ship. But this is a black mark on his resume. This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. There's no other way to put it. It's embarrassing. You can't lose a game like this. You can't lose a game like this. 
And so again, this goes back to if this team's not going to win it, how do you build a team that will? How do you build a team that will? Because this team studs up front. Kenny Clark, stud. Rashawn Gary, stud. Zadarius Smith comes in, makes a play. Devondre Campbell, first team all pro. You draft Eric Stokes. He comes in and plays terrific football. You find Russell Douglas. You do the thing that no one can do, and you find the scrap heap guy, and you turn him into a real player. You get Jair Alexander back. You have Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos. Darnell Savage hurt in this game. This is the defense you want. And then offensively, you bring in Dennis Kelly to be the right tackle that you need in a game like this. You slide Billy Turner across the formation to left tackle. You draft Josh Myers. You have Lucas Patrick. You you draft John Runyon Jr. For this, you bring in Randall Cobb. For this, you draft Josiah DeGuara. You sign Mercedes Lewis. For this, you bring Randall Cobb back. For this. They no-showed. They no-showed. So it's, it is on Matt LaFleur, but it's more than that. The players have to, have to do the thing. And they won't. Or at least they didn't. Aaron Rodgers had the chance to solidify himself in that greatest of all time conversation. Right now, can't do it. Can't do it. And I've always, def- I've, I have been an ardent defender of Rodgers in the pantheon of all time because of what he's able to do. His peak at his best, what he is, his ability to take over games, the throws that he can make from the places that he can make them. No one else has ever done what we've seen Aaron Rodgers do. This is too many times in the playoffs. And now go back. I understand 2019, but the offense was trash in that game too. You get three interceptions in the second half off Tom Brady and you can't turn it into a winning formula. Now you had to come back from 21 down, but that was in part because the offense couldn't score. In part because Aaron Rodgers didn't play well enough. This will hang on Aaron Rodgers' career like a yoke. This is, and it's not just on him. Wins are a quarterback stat. No. Losses sometimes are. This is as much on Aaron Rodgers as it is on anyone else. Because the ball wasn't out. He missed guys. He missed open guys. Now, there were some drops. Josiah DeGuara had the drop in the middle of the field. But by and large, this team just got worked. And in basically the last three do-or-die games in the playoffs that this team lost, it's because the offense got worked. Now, that's part of, partially on Matt LaFleur. But if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're an all-time great, if you're one of the best ever, you have to be able to supersede that. You have to be able to rise above that. And he couldn't. And maybe he's no longer capable of doing that at this point in his career. We'll see. We'll see. Because the questions are going to come about his future. 
We'll finish up here on our live show in just a second. But before we do, let's talk about our friends at Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, they're making as much as two or $300 a month in cash back and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. Go cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card, Amazon, other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on that first tank to do something you were already going to do. And look, there are going to be people who, Packer fans, who say, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to move on. Try something new. See what else is out there. I don't, I mean, probably a lot of the same people that were saying that they can't win the Super Bowl, they can't do anything without Aaron Rodgers. One of the reasons why this is so gutting is because there's no clear path forward. Where do you go from here? What do you do? Because this was the team. This team was good enough, just like last year's team was good enough. The 2019, they weren't good enough. But the 2020 team was good enough. They didn't play well enough. This 2021 team was the favorite. They were the favorite. Not just in this game. They were the favorite to win the Super Bowl going into the postseason. And they blew it. They blew it. That's it. That's the tweet. That's the whole thing. And and it, it is hard to see what you do now. In part because this team, just by, by necessity, is going to look very different. But how do you how do you go into the offseason and say, okay, this is because last season it was kind of easy. Okay, there are cornerback. You replace Kevin King with a better guy. Maybe you get another playmaker for the offense. And you're good to go. Well, they got the replacement for Kevin King. In fact, they got two of them. They needed two of them because Jair Alexander got hurt. You you got Al Nazard to emerge as a playmaker. You got A.J. Dillon to emerge as a playmaker. You get Randall Cobb. This is the team. Devontae Adams continues to play at that top, top, top level. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP. This is the team. You you put together a championship caliber team. You put together a championship caliber defense. They played championship caliber defense in the game. And you, as a team that hangs your hat on offense, with an MVP quarterback and an offensive coach, you blew it. You blew it. Where do they go from here? I wish I had an answer. And I bet if I did have an answer, the Packers would pay me a lot of money to fix it because this, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And I'm not going to blame other franchises who don't have as much talent, 
who don't have as good a coach, who don't have as good a quarterback, who feel like they're in a better position going into the 2022 season right now because they have a path forward. They know, okay, if we make one or two moves, this is the thing. What do the Packers do? This team was supposed to be good enough. And it wasn't. And maybe, I know this is going to be tough for Packers fans to hear, but maybe this is a fitting end. Maybe this is a fitting end to the Aaron Rodgers era. And who knows if it is. But the expectations were always a little bit above where the performance was in the postseason. And this team, I mean, they were close, right? They should have won this game. Special teams doomed them. Again, that's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. It's always someone else's fault in these games. And this was the game where it was most apparent. You score six points as an offense and you win a football game against the Packers when the Packers scored 10. That's a miracle. I don't know what else to say. I've been doing the show since 2017. I've been a journalist since 2009. Pretty rare that I'm at a loss for words. Pretty aware that I'm just rendered speechless by something. Or where I can't even feign a take on an answer. Where do the Packers go from here? I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. It's not a beautiful mystery. It's not. It's really not. This sucks. It's sad. It sucks. And I appreciate everyone who has been on this journey with us this season. Who has continued to to be a loyal Locked On Packers listener. In 2017, you were there. In 2018, you were there. 2019 at the end, through that offseason. 2020, that offseason. I hope you will continue and stick with us this offseason as we figure this out together. In some ways, it's more important now than it's been before because there's so much uncertainty about what's what's going on moving forward that we have to try and figure this out together. And I, I hope that that you'll be here. We will continue to be doing this. Um, and we, we are starting the offseason much sooner than any of us thought we would be. That, that's where we are. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen of the day. You guys are the best. You really are. And this community is the best. Thanks to everyone who is, all the messages I got this week, Cam, going to the game, hey, I'm doing this. Hey, tell me, you know, what I need to do, all that stuff. Someone asked me what to wear. (laughs) I gave them advice as best I could. I'm trying not to take the fact that right now on the stream, there's 666 people in it as a a bad omen. But right now it's, um, can someone just leave? This is freaking me out. Um, We're still doing this. The Packers are still going to play next season. Who's going to be the quarterback? We don't know. 
Who's going to be the special teams coach? We don't know. Who's going to be the number one receiver? We don't know. Who's going to be the offensive coordinator? We don't know. Who's going to be the offensive line coach, quarterbacks coach? We don't know. That means we've got to, we're have got. we going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot to talk about. So follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.